Deutsche Welle. Learning by ear. Listen up. Shape your future. Welcome to Learning by Ear, an episode 5 of our 10-part radio drama series A Bridge of Agori, which tells the dramatic story of how religion and politics drive a wedge between two communities and two families. Today is the opening of the much-awaited debating club at Ubuntu College. Excitement is in the air. But some shocking news creates confusion and sadness, especially in the new romance between our young heroes, Harry and Lila. Listen in and find out more. Good morning everyone and welcome to our morning assembly. Good morning Mrs. As you know, our college takes its name from an old African concept, Ubuntu. Ubuntu is about compassion, sharing, taking care and protecting each other. To remind us of our philosophy of tolerance and respect, let us read a prayer. I will not tell you if it is African, American, Muslim or Christian or whatever. If it touches you, then that is what counts. Oh great spirit whose breath gives life to all the world, hear me. I need your strength and wisdom. I seek strength not to be superior to my brother, but to fight my greatest enemy, myself. Make me always ready to come to you with clean hands and straight eyes. So when life fades, my spirit will come to you without shame. Did that prayer touch you? Yes. It was spoken by a Native American, Chief Yellow Lark, in 1887. Now more than ever, it is important to build bridges. We should accept each other as human beings first and not as representatives of a religion. Therefore, the rule that there should be no wearing of religious symbols in school remains. This has included the wearing of religious clothing too. However, Our Muslim students have told us they must wear long sleeves and trousers and cover their heads if they want to take part in sports outside school where the general public is watching and they say they do want to take part. Therefore, we must try and find a solution. I will bring up the topic of appropriate sportswear at our next school governors meeting. Also, the new debating club opens this afternoon at 3 p.m. Please go and find out what the first topic will be. I say no more. I wish you a positive and peaceful day. Uh, excuse me. Excuse me. Good afternoon. I'm really pleased to see so many of you present at the opening of our debating club. Our chairperson is Leila and she will say a few words first. Thank you, Harry. The director has very kindly let us use this room for 45 minutes. We are supposed to have some ground rules, so I would like you all to suggest some and I'll write them up. Punctuality, respecting each other's opinion. Cell phones off. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. And please raise your hand to speak, no interrupting. The first topic most of you chose in our poll is polygamy. To kick off the discussion, let me ask, 
What do we know about polygamy? Yes, Roshi. It's a custom that belongs to a patriarchal society where men dominate. It allows them to have more than one wife, but women are not allowed more than one husband. According to the United Nations Human Rights Charter, we are all supposed to be equal. Equal to what? To copy men? That doesn't make sense. You're right, Matt. So why are men allowed? It's a custom, Roshi. People have practiced polygamy for hundreds of years, probably as a way of guaranteeing a lot of children. Please, please put up your hands to speak. Um, yes, Philip? I understand that polygamy is a sort of life insurance for older parents, so that they have family to take care of them. Right, and also as farmers, so that they have enough hands to help with the land and cattle. You can't ask why? Oh, yes, I can. <laughs> this is a debating club. <laughs> please, please, shh. I would like to ask, how does gender equality fit in with the practice of polygamy? It doesn't. Okay, okay, order. That's one point. Are there any others? Well, Muslims practice polygamy. <laughs> My dad doesn't. My dad doesn't either. Okay, okay. Only some Muslim men practice polygamy. And some Christians. It happens everywhere. In the USA, in Europe, not just in Africa. They just call it having a mistress or an affair. Yes. Yes. Quiet, quiet. Order, please. As one of the moderators here, I would like to draw a distinction between polygamy and having a mistress or affairs outside marriage. They are very different things. A man with two or more wives in an African setup must first get the permission of the first wife. He must be responsible for her, build her a home. It's quite different from having a mistress or having an affair. An affair is a second relationship which the man or woman hides from his or her official partner. Polygamy is different. The presence of new relationships is controlled. Yes, controlled by the man. Quiet! Quiet! Quiet. As a debating club, we need one statement that has two clear sides. So I ask, does this house uphold the traditional African custom of polygamy as an acceptable part of modern African culture? No, it is unacceptable. The point is, men don't want to feel the pain of their wife choosing another man. And the wife feels pain. Believe me, seeing the man she married with another woman. After the debate... Philip wanted to take his chance to get closer to Layla. He hovered in the corridor waiting to talk to her. But she and Harry were deep in conversation. Disappointed, Philip decided to go to her house and wait. Surely she would come soon. But she didn't. All Philip saw was her brother going out clutching what seemed to be a bottle. Philip gave up and went home after meeting up with friends at Reunion Cafe. When he opened the door, he found his father in a very excited state. Yes, change the headline. Change it. It must read, Another Church Bands. Got it? Oh, hello, Philip. Exciting times. Why? What's happened, Dad? Ha! You're talking to me. Your father, Leighton Brown. I have the biggest scoop. The Gory Tribune will be the first to break the news in the morning papers with the names of the real culprits behind the fire. What fire? At St. Thomas's Church. Look, our journalists took a photo of this kid before he was taken away in the ambulance. A photo? Show me. You recognize him, don't you? 
so do I. I must let Father Barnabas know who burnt down his church. Philip's father picked up the phone and called Harry's uncle, Father Barnabas. Philip stood there, rooted to the spot. The photo left no doubt. It was his hair and T-shirt. What? I see. Thank you for telling me. What is it, uncle? Aha! Harry, I have forbidden you to see Lila or Mare after school. Do you want to know why? Do you? Well, someone just tried to set fire on our church on Main Street. And do you want to know who's behind it? Her brother, Hassan Omer, while you were flirting with his sister. What? Hassan? Leighton Brown from the Gory Tribune has a photograph of that boy, Hassan. Oh, those Omers. We cannot let them get away with it. And now you, you obey me. No more going out to that Muslim girl after school. Is that clear, Harry? No more. And that's all from Learning by Ear for today. The tension between Muslims and Christians in Gori is high after the burning of Father Barnabas's church. Please join us for episode 6 of our radio drama A Bridge Over Gori and find out how Harry tries to ease that situation. And remember, if you want to hear the program again, subscribe to our podcast or tell friends about it, please visit our website at www.dw hyphen world dot de slash lbe. Goodbye for now. <laughs>